0: Before poem, we talked about a very uh, hard issue <coughs> that has a lot of uh, pain in my heart, in the hearts of uh, everyone that the holiness uh, is a part of his life. The, the idea of holiness itself. Because we see in, in the Megillah, we saw <coughs> how badly men can treat women the way Achashverosh treats his wife, his first wife and the way he chooses how to choose a new wife and everything is only around that for for those kind of people and we see it happening also today the problem is that the, the feminist reaction today is crooked. Why? because in the inner point of it it's asking to make the women men they wish to erase the, the female side and to bring everybody to be men in the name of equal rights and all this nonsense and the idea is that we really need to to learn what what the difference between us, men and women, and everyone needs to follow his part in the system and to be strong with it. So we talked about the idea of uh, hadasa, that is a stair in for in the Megillah. Shadasa is hadas, is one of the four species, the one that has the good smell. Hadassah is a real name. What is the th- the thing that only the soul enjoys and not the body? That's the smell. Hadassah is the inner point of our soul. But she's only represented to us as Hadassah in the beginning of the Megillah and since since that moment she disappears. She's only Esther. She's Esther. Is uh, is uh, Astara? Is covering? She's behind the husks, behind the curtains. She's going into the depth of the the dark darkness of crooked, achashverosh life. And real feminism, holy feminism, is our subject today. The Torah is giving four parashot about the Mishkan. It sounds like too much. Okay, we got the idea. We know what we need to bring. You can tell me they brought it all, but every time all the details again. And then they made everything, all the details again. Why is it so long all the time? Uh, Again and again and again and again. And it's because founding and making a place to the Creator to Hashem to really be with us here in the physical world was the meaning of the all creation and this is the most important thing for us and if we take it to our lives it it begins with the understanding that our physicality is not the main part of us. And we cannot le- let physicality, de- physicality lead us. And all the parasha is talking about Chacham Lev, uh, Nedvat Lev, everything about the heart. The one that has the smart heart, the one that has a kindness heart, bringing him to give charity, I don't know is the translations. There is some, t- two Sukim in the parasha that are so strange, unbelievably strange. And our chazal deal with it, our rabbis, is even ma- make it stra- even more strange. Okay? Because we see that in the golden calf, Leavdil, when the, the, the man uh, stole the jewelry of their women for the golden calf because women didn't want to join it we must understand that women has a deep nat- natural feeling and attraction to holiness to real holiness mm-hmm. to recognize holiness to follow real faith because they are not attracted to bodies. To the bodies, like the the sickness of men. When it gets to the mishkan, so the men come with their women to bring the jewelry and the gold for the mishkan. Okay, it's something that it's an act of coming together, of a, co- a connection. And I'm sorry to, to that I'm a man and you're women, but even the will to connect. Is, is an emotional need for a woman, for closeness and connection. And it's not like men that can be so sick to want only the pleasure and only the, the body. And I want to make it clear, this is what I'm talking no, yeah, about. They are coming together to build the Holy Mishkan to bring their, what their heart is, wants to give. And what are they bringing? They're bringing the earrings and they also bring a very, very not not modest jewelry. If you learned about it or not, I don't know. But what? What? what not my. They brought their mirrors. Didn't they? No, this is the uh, second uh, Pasuk that I want to deal with. But in the beginning of the parasha, you, if you want, you can look in the Kumash. They bring Chumaz, what is Chumaz? It's a very strange word, it has no meaning in Hebrew. So our Rabbis started thinking, what is it? And what did they get to? Chumaz, it sounds like Kan Mekom Zimah. This is the place of zima. In other words, it's a special golden jewelry that women used to wear instead of underwear. Something to cover the private as a jewelry, like something to attract to. So, so this is what you're bringing for the mishkan. It's so weird. It's so weird that our rabbis chose that as a as an. Uh, and uh, you could okay, humas Think of something. How did you get to that conclusion? So the first. The clue that I'm sending to you is the idea that they came together. The second the uh, um, second uh, pasuk that is leading us is a pasuk that show, that says they met that again it's a very strange pasuk. they went to the place when you wash your hands. What did they make, make it, made it from? Bemaotatsovot. Marot? It sounds like Marot is mirrors. Tzavot okay? is like an army or something, Tzavai, legend. What are you talking about? What is it? Okay, so our rabbis came and Rashi is bringing that. I'll read you, I try, try to translate Rashi. B'not Israel, the women of Israel. you beadan Marot bahen kshen mitkastot. They had their uh, private mirrors that they were looking at when they were trying to get to be pretty. To Were they using the mirrors not just to like, look at their face? And like to, to look at like, other parts of their body? No, 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 just like, the mirror yeah. too, uh, when I they to put, put their lipstick. Oh. And even those mirrors, they weren't uh, pre- uh, keeping to themselves not to bring to the mishkan. <laughs> they weren't uh, even ashamed to do it. They just gave it. They thought it's, a, it's proper to do it. And Moshe was discussed from that. Yeah. Because it said it's made for the, your bad inclination. How do you, what are you bringing that to the Mishkan? Yeah. Now listen carefully. So, <laughs> the Kadosh Baruch Hu told him, Can Hashem is telling Moshe, receive it. Accept it because those mirrors I like the most from everything they, that they ring what? <laughs> okay it's, it makes the question even stronger what's going on here? Hashem likes it the most also? what's going on? Yes. Why, why is it so precious to Hashem? because by those mirrors they founded all the armies which means all the legends the legends all, all the people of Israel in egypt how 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 did they do it now listen okay, and their husbands were frustrated broken totally broken spiritually broken they they were like to be a slave is something, the, the, the honor that a man needs to know that he can give his wife whatever she needs to give his children, but now he's a broken slave, he's nothing, he feels like a zero he's totally totally broken so this was the situation of the Hebrew man in Egypt okay so those holy women were going to give them on uh, the break between the slavery emissions that they had they brought to bring them food and drinks, to feed them but they were taking those mirrors with them and each and every one were looking at herself with her husband selfie, exactly, this is what it is, together looking at that and then starting to play games who is more pretty, who is more beautiful you no, you're, you're more beautiful than me, no I'm more beautiful starting to make those games and by that they gave new vitality to their husbands and woke up their desire and this is how they, how they got all the children in Egypt because their husbands weren't able to be men at all and they mo- woke up their manhood. Ariya Kadosh is saying that there there is a, a huge difference in the source between a man and a woman. The man is a mix, mixture of chesed and gvurah and the woman is only Gvura and she needs the man to sweeten, the, to sweeten her life. This is what he says and I try to, to think about it. Gvura has two meanings one meaning is the Gvura of heroes that is the hero he, con- he conquered lands is, uh, he he, make, uh, he can make actions he can do Ishtadlut, and okay. And the other uh, concept of Gvura, is the concept of limitations and vessels and tools and making put things in order. make the puzzle right, okay? So we have di- two different kinds of Gevurot. And I thought, I, I'm not, I don't know, I le- never learned the Ariya Kadosh. It's something that a friend told me that I trust. and But I understood that the Gevura of the man is the Gevura of bravery, of making actions, of being outside, uh, outside and whatever. And the Gevura of woman... Is the grave of constrictions, putting lines, borders, putting things, arranging the 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 private uh, mm-hmm. area, and it's a very deep point because we know biologically even that a woman is born with two ovaries that already. Has all the the birth potential. She has all the eggs even from the stomach of her mother, even. But a man is born empty. And when he gets to the right time, he's starting to produce and produce, produce and produce, produce and produce his seed, or whatever we call it, said in English. Okay. So, we're born with it. Woman is is a full potential, yes. The woman is the spiritual bounty and all the potential is hidden inside the female and the man has the ability to take things out of potential to reality, like we say in Hebrew. And no one can, can manage without the other. We need a man and we need a woman, we need a male and we need a female. And the part of the female in the relationship is to put the borders, to put the constrictions, to build it right, to make the puzzle right and slowly, slowly to bring real spirituality and love into the atmosphere. Because naturally the man is not able to find the solutions for situations because he doesn't have the potential. He has only the ability to do. And this is why Chazal are telling us that holy women brought the redemption of Egypt. And this, and now we learn how. How did they do it? So from the part that I was beginning, <clears throat> if we talk about the the relations and the actual physical relations real feminism, holy feminism is To really build yourself from inside, to know how to be yourself, and to find your inner core. Core. (laughs) Your inner balance, balance. your inner balance. Mm -hmm. Not to let, like we talked about Amalek, not to, to let no one break your spirit let nothing break your spirit and to learn how to not break your own spirit as well. And the second war against Tamalek is not to break others to build yourself and not to break yourself or others we see how those holy women woke up their men. The problem is when women just get too frustrated and uh, being a real woman, a real female, and they choose to be to be men. It's hidden, but this is this is the feminism of today. What I'm talking about is that women has the power, and not only the power has the, the the are in the position to build the leadership of the men okay and when women decide to lead themselves by themselves there is no place for a man and this is why men are not males anymore N- there is no leadership at all eventually the first thing of building holiness, of building a mishkan, a place for Hashem to be with us, like I just said, is understanding that physicality is not in the center and it's not the main issue. And I wanted to say that this is the beautiful thing in that act to bring the mirror and look at it together, because don't look on my body don't look at me even, look at us see us connected, and see us through that mirror, don't look on physicality see my my real look and not what you might desire out of it Putting borders to holiness. Putting borders to the man. a Hashem, after marriage, to learn how to ask and to say what I need. How are you, how I need it? How, how can you help me? How can you really give me what I need? Use your kindness to help me the inner point of it is the fact that each and every one of us as a human being is a female in front of Hashem because Hashem is the male He is the one that is giving. If we are not ready to to talk to Hashem and to explain to Him what we need and how to how to help us, is not able to help us. Because he, he wants our choice. He wants us to choose Him. He wants us to choose Him with, out of holiness. And it's a very true prayer when you can tell Hashem, look, I will follow you. I want to follow you. I love you. I won't. Let me follow you, but please stop talking to me about punishments and about rewards. I don't care about rewards. I don't. I punishments only break my spirit. Stop. Stop with. Uh, please start. Just being with me. I understand that there is no punishment at all. There is no punishment. It's all results of my actions. And I'm willing to even suffer the bitterness of those results. But please let me know that you love me. Never hide your face from me. Show me your love. Please take me to go through whatever is needed. Okay. But never let me be, let me feel love. I need your love. Don't hide your face from me. And this is the real specialty of Moshe that a a, a Rebbe is calling Ra'ayah Meimna, and it has two ways to understand it. One, Ra'ayah is like a 'eh, is the the loyal Shepherd. That Hashem trusts him to lead his nation. But the other one is that he is the perfect wife. Ra'aya is wife also. He is the perfect wife. And we saw it last parasha, after the golden calf, in the hardest moment of them all. Like like I told you that uh, 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 the pasuk in uh, Shira Shirin that Hashem is saying, you, you, I was so excited when you looked at me with one eye, when we were uh, in our at our wedding, because the second eye was already looking at at a different man, on the golden calf. But Hashem is saying, I was so thrilled when you looked at me with one eye. <laughs> it's so it it's so it hurts so much. So Moshe is coming at that hard, hard moment. And what is he telling? to? What, Hashem is telling him, I will kill them all. I don't care anymore. If you leave me for one second, I will kill them all. So what Moshe is doing? He understand the clue. Because Hashem is saying it, but he doesn't mean it. He is giving him the key already. If you leave me for one moment, I will kill them all. So he, he understands that he wouldn't leave him. <laughs> And he's starting to pray and to pray and to pray and to pray and, to pray and forgive them. You will. I know that you will forgive them. And how can you do it? The Egyptians, what do they say that you took him out to, to die in the desert? And everybody, it will be disgrace for you. It's not your honor and whatever. But then Hashem is telling him, okay. I, okay, okay, you know what? Okay, I forgive. Okay. But it's, it's too much headache for me. I, I can't stand them anymore. I will send my angel with you. We'll go in the desert. You manage. My, uh, he knows what I want. This uh, angel. And Hashem is saying it a few times. And then happens an amazing thing. Moshe is talking to Hashem. And he's telling him, You didn't tell me who is coming with us. <laughs> I told, he told you a few times that he's going to send an angel with you but Moshe doesn't hear that at all I'm not listening to this kind of talk I'm not listening to it because it's only uh, the voice of Amalek that, he, uh, that we were doubting ourselves is there a shame with us or not with us so you're offering me a malek. It's, Moshe always understands that when Hashem is trying to hide his face from him, it's only a test. It's not real. Hashem loves you. Hashem loves me. An unconditional love. And our main inner work in Avodat Hashem is to build that feeling inside of us out of those understandings, to really have this, this inner core, inner balance, that no matter what, I know that Hashem loves me. And I mean no matter what. I mean it. I was I was trying to wear golden underwear to attract men, or how low that I could get as a woman or as a man, of course. I know how low I got, I even told you a few stories about it. But, to really be strong and brave in front of Hashem, on that point. On that point. You know what? I know. I I, I messed up. I ruined it all. Okay. But if you will not show me your love, I don't think that you're a good father. You're not the father of mercy. Show me your love. And it's all between us to build that feeling. If you will be real and you will really try to take it as a mission and to build yourself around that work Hashem will give you the the clues and the hints and the the supervisions to see that He loves you. But nothing will help. And we see. After ten plagues, after so unbelievable miracles, change of nature, hearing. Nothing is going to help you if you're not going to start working on yourself. Because Hashem showed you that He loves you so many times and Hashem gave you His wisdom, He gave you a Torah and you're still whining without any uh, stop for forty years. No, we don't want this kind of food. Want... Why do you take in the water? We're hungry there. Okay. <laughs> Nothing is going to help you. No one is able to help you. Even not Hashem. If you will not understand and choose to work on yourself. So then, Hashem can help you. So then, your rabbi can help you. So then, you can go to righteous man to get blessings, and you will see. But nothing is going to help if you're not making that decision. And you know what? I'll tell you tell you even more. Even if you go to a righteous man and he blesses you and you and it's all accepted and you. You have that, this thing that you ask for. It doesn't worth anything. You didn't get over anything. And this is also a, a good question to ask. Why is Hashem? What Hashem is so spiritual? You're telling, talk, talking to me about spirituality and concepts. It's all very interesting. But why are you interested in so, so much gold? And all the precious things. What This is what you care about? Mm-hmm. Hashem cares about gold? Hashem doesn't need you. He doesn't need this creation. He doesn't need anything. Why did He create this world? <coughs> <coughs> to share the good that He has. And how can He share it? You're bringing us to a situation when we are not sure what is right and what is wrong. We are not sure if we want holiness or a golden underwear. Hashem wants to give His good. And He puts us in a position that we must have a free choice. Because the good is when we choose right. The good is not when we choose right and we stand in a test and we get this uh, reward and not get punished like I said before we choose good when we choose him and to choose him is again it's not so easy it's not so uh, it's not so simple sometimes because like what we talked about but when we choose him and we give up on other things, this is how we gain the good that He wants to give us the eternal good, the spiritual good. And more than that, Hashem is asking for the most precious things that we have so that we will give it to Him. And this is why He's asking our go- for our gold. To give him what is really, really expensive for me. Hey, it's the future of my children. <laughs> this is my food. What can I go to the grocery store with? You want me to go with what? I need that money. No, give it to charity. Today, This week, eat salad. Now you don't have to eat uh, chicken every week whatever, I am just giving it as a concept, you know and we see that this action of connect, connecting, connection between a man and a woman that are real male and female could be the highest thing in the creation the highest act in the creation the highest Hashem says black and white this is the thing that I like the most from everything that they brought why? because of that so the first thing that they brought this golden jewel uh, underwear was okay you know what I'm giving up on my lies of beauty, of lies of attraction that I, we, I was looking for. I'm giving it, and I, I don't care about it anymore. And the second one is that I'm choosing to get to start working on myself and to get really spiritual. And to really do what I'm meant to do in real holiness. Like that it could be the highest thing of them all. It can also be the lowest. Lower than any creation. Lower than frogs. Lower than horses. Lower than ants. Lower than spiders. I don't know how they mate. Because human can get the lowest. Why? How can you explain that? Why, why am I saying that? Because no animal can hate the other after mating with it. it. For them it's only the desire because they're animals. Okay, so when we are caught to our desires, we're acting like animals. But no. We also have feelings and we also, like we see in the hard story about Amnon and Tamar, that immediately after he uses her, he hates her. How could you why, why? It's not enough that you ruined her life, now you hate now you hate her. Now you 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 you, you being so so violent and 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 also a woman can hate the man after she's feeling used you used me you didn't connect to me, you, it, it wasn't a, you didn't give me anything at all, this is not a connection this is not a real connection so you hate him for that so animals cannot de- get to that point because it's not about that for them, this is what we know, th- it's a rule that Zek and get they. I look. God made everything you have two options. As high as it can get it Better can it get, get low. Yeah. And if it doesn't have such a high potential, so won't it won't on. get so low yeah. also. It's a medium thing. Moderate uh, whatever. So, to really really choose this direction must come out of, of again a man that is a real man and a, a woman that is a really a real female, holy female. And what we learn here as a rule, as a concept is that the woman is the one that not it's i can, if I tell you that you need to educate men, it will be too stressful it will it will isn't it <coughs> or I can tell you that you need to to educate your <laughs> Wait, responsible yeah. I have to take care of myself I have to not educate my husband that's, <laughs> that's enough huh? no, this is what I'm saying. you need first of all to build your inner core of feeling. And being really loved from inside, and not dependent on nothing and no one, because maybe I told you and maybe not. Khazala we know that zakhush <laughs> If a man and a woman have the merit and they clean themselves and they're holy, so shchina is between them. Okay, so I heard one one of the righteous people said. That shchina is between them. You need to leave place. Don't be glued together all the time. Leave place for shchina. To be really loved from inside is to know that you're not, not dependent in man, in your man in that way. That if he doesn't love you, you're not, you're, you have no life. First of all, if he loves you, but you're just not feeling that, okay you must have the foundation, before you even if you get, get to it before you get married, it's a lot better, the foundation of knowing that you're loved by Hashem and when you have that power that Moshe has, like we said, as the perfect wife what is he doing? I'll get back to that story. He's telling Hashem, You didn't tell me who is coming with us. But Hashem did tell you. No. I don't even hear that talk. If you And then Moshe says it out, out loud. If you're not coming with us, we're not going nowhere. <laughs> so let's forget this mistake that you did it's not a mistake, Hashem was testing him but let's forget that talk, it wasn't between us let's let's leave it behind we're going together, we're going only together if we're not together, we're not going nowhere when they see their man so broken they're coming and finding the way To wake up the desire, the the vitality, it's it's not not the desire, it's the vitality, it's the power of living that they're waking up. This is a holy feminism. To always bring the love and the compassion into the atmosphere, into the discussion. It's only when you know that you loved always. you always loved. And again, this is... Uh, this is our uh, job. This is our work. To wake, like, like it's written in Shira Shirin. If you will... Uh, uh, I, I swear you, not Yerushalayim. If you will wake up the love before it uh, its time or before what is she talking about? What are we talking about? The time is came. It wasn't the time. The time is came because Hashem put us today in realities. That we're so crushed and torn to pieces inside our own spirit. What do you want from me? For God's sake. It's not my fault. I was born to a secular family, whatever. Mm -hmm. I had no connection to holiness. I had no connection to nothing. And now I need to hate myself for that? that I sinned? No! And this is what Hashem is reviving (coughs) reviving showing giving this new light to the world after Moshe is making this amazing discussion with him He is giving him the 13 midot of Rachamim of Mercy In the beginning of Sefer Shmot Hashem told Moshe, look, to the Holy Fathers, I weren't known as as Hashem at all. I didn't let them see that it's for the good. They were thrown in the dark and they followed me. Okay, they had the, 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 the power, they had the strength. I don't have that power. So show me your love. So I'm showing you my name, Hashem. Okay but now after the golden calf Moshe is pulling down a new light not only Hashem twice Hashem 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 El, Rachum, I have all the patience in the world for I can wait all the history I can wait and I can I am forgiving and I have everything Why? do we have twice Hashem in the beginning? Rashi is bringing that. One, the first. What? That Hashem is so good, so kind, and so merciful. No, merci- I'll, I'll keep merciful for the second. He's so kind, and so good to help you, and to be with you in in, in first place, to always take care of you, And second Hashem is after the sin. Even after you sinned. He is so merciful and He is loving you so much and He will never let you never, never ever leave you. Never. He will forgive every kind of sin that you can Imagine and people try to imagine awful scenes today and to even make them a reality, and and Hashem lets them succeed. It's crazy. It's crazy. Why? To show that He will forgive when, if you will choose to make tshuva. If you will choose the process of Tshuva, of taking responsibility on your actions, on wanting, wishing, yearning, Hashem will never leave you, will never, will never leave you. and the first step in tshuva in, in real tshuva is not the mitzvot and it's not fear from heaven and it's not the faith in punishment or rewards it's only believing in shamed, endless, unconditional love. And this is the only way to help others also. Because you work, when you come to someone and you see him with his mistakes, when you come to your husband or whoever and you see him so wrong, so out of the way, how can you fix him? if you ignore his reality and his situation ignore I mean that you're talking to him but you're telling him that he's so wrong and he's out of the way he will never be able to fix himself the only way to help someone is to believe that Hashem loves him and to connect to that point of love and to bring holiness back to the picture. <clears throat> this first step of real tshuva be, believing and understanding that Hashem loves me is, is again it's, it's very deep because like Moshe is teaching us Hashem gives you the option to understand that he doesn't. He lets you understand that there is a reality that he will send an angel with you and you get along together. And you need to force the love. And this is maybe the last thing that I'm going to say again the the real feminine way that how Moshe does it. How the those holy women did it with the mirrors. How? Moshe is telling Hashem you already told me that you like me, that you love mm-hmm. me. Okay? You, you see my grace, you like me. He's is reminding Hashem of that. Because Hashem now is angry, this is, that's the game. Okay, So Hashem is supposed to show angry face. And Moshe is telling him, Look, you told me that you like me, you have, you, that I am graceful. How can I know that I am graceful in your eyes? <laughs> if I would ask you, how can I know that you like me? I'm making you try, try to think, okay, what can I tell him? What can I do? Whatever. This is what Moshe is doing. And so he, oh, Hashem was angry, angry, angry. Now he's taking him to the place. <coughs> okay, how can I. Do I love him or not? I do. I do. <laughs> how can I show him? It doesn't matter even. So he's giving him the 13 midot of a He will give you a. a everything. What? what, what? Uh, how can I stand that? Uh, I cannot stand in, in front of your grace. This is real feminine. This is holy feminism. Being a woman until the end and build, build your husband as a leader. What do you care? If you're the one that leads, if he's the one that leads, you are leading what you are leading you are leading him <laughs> <laughs> to lead the world to lead reality to lead the family life Chokmot <laughs> Nashim this is what Shlomo Melech, the wise of all human beings ever said with your wisdom you build your house In your house is not when you're alone, it's not when you're um, together, but everyone has his own TV and spends his time in his private room with his private TV. No, to be really together, not to have a TV in the house, for sure. And the phone number. That's a bigger problem. (laughs) There's a lot of shame, there's a lot of shame. Good luck.